This is Coffee at KYUK, conversation between friends and neighbors. Come in and have a cup. On Coffee this morning, we have the top three finishers of the 45th running of the Cuscoquim 300. Pete Kaiser, Matthew Failer, and Travis Beals. Speaking with them, shortly after they completed their race yesterday morning, is KYUK's Angela Denning. Congratulations, Pete, on your eighth win of the Cuscoquim 300. Thank you. Good to, good to be back. Looking forward to some warmth. I bet. Uh, pretty cold out there, you know, uh, 30 below ambient temperatures. You've got a fur ruff on for those who can't see you but are listening, you know, a frosty face. But how was your run this year? It was good. Uh, you know, the trail was super fast, really only this first 20 miles was kind of icy and, and a little bit rough, but it was still fast. And then the upriver sections were about as good of a trail as you could have for, for a speedy race. And then the Whitefish Loop, uh, better than expected. So overall, you know, hard, hard to complain. And we didn't get the, the bad winds that we thought we might get. So I think it, it panned out real well. So the Whitefish was easier than expected. So that's a... For those that don't know, like a lake on the tundra, and uh, sometimes it can be kind of bare tussocks. And um, what was it like this year? Yeah, there was a little bit of snow, enough snow to kind of fill in some of the deep, deep uh, tussocks, and then there was some frost uh, on the lakes, so there was a little bit of traction. They weren't completely glare. So yeah, better than better than we anticipated, and made for a, a nicer run out there. Would you describe your run as flawless? What were your challenges? <laughs> Uh, norm, just normal challenges, managing the team, you know, the best we can. And uh, it's really kind of like you're riding a, a fine line to win this race. Um, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to go as fast as you can go, but stay in that safe zone for the dogs. And um, I think we managed that real well this year. Um, you know, I don't think we're one of the fastest teams out there as far as raw foot speed goes, but we're real consistent. And we try to we try to put to string together, you know, consistent runs from the, from start all the way to finish. Try. To, so, so yeah, I think I think that really helps us um, just being consistent the whole way around. Yeah, there's a lot of teams this year that are running this race for the first time, uh, including the you know reigning Iditarod champion Ryan Reddington. He uh, was kind of a rabbit in the beginning. And what were your thoughts? You know, what was going through your mind in the beginning when there's you know teams ahead of you, pretty far ahead of you in the first hundred miles? Yeah, you never know exactly what to think, but as far as, you know, how I drive my team, I just kind of, I got to drive them the way I, the way I kind of game plan to run the race and what I know they're capable of and, you know, what other people are doing doesn't really affect um, how we run our race, but uh, it's interesting to see how, how different strategies unfold and, and play out and, yeah, I mean, sometimes when, when you got a guy an hour ahead of you right off the bat, it's a little nerve-wracking, but all we can do is stick to our game plan and hope that it works out and, and luckily it worked out this year. I wanted to unpack that, what you're talking about, a little bit because I've known you since you were a kid. And um, you have that race strategy that you're talking about has been the way you've always been, even as a teenager when you've been running. Um, you know, the way I always thought about you was you may not be leading in the beginning of the race, but you're sure as heck going to pick people off before the finish line. So, like, what goes through your mind? Are you just like your default is this this miles per hour this you know this pace or how do, how do you keep that consistency yeah i guess it depends on the team every year every year the team's a little bit different so you know the the idea behind training and and you know doing 
2,000 miles of training before the race is to get a really good idea of what the dog's comfort uh, level is. And I, I kind of like to refer to that as like their, their fastest comfortable cruising speed. It's the, the fastest speed that they'll go, but it's a speed that they can maintain for a long period of time. It doesn't mean it's the, it's the fastest they can go. It just means the fastest that, fastest that they can maintain for long periods of time. So, you know, we try to find that speed in training and, and something the dogs are real comfortable with. And then I kind of have an idea of... Of, of what speeds I don't want to go over and, and I think that helps you know keep them keep them able to maintain throughout the whole race a, a real a real even pace and not not you know not not necessarily be the fastest team like I said but not slow down a lot. Now of course this is your eighth win of the Costco Crim 300 which means you're one away from tying Jeff King's record of having nine K300 wins. Um, how hungry are you for you know being the winningest K3 under musher. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, if we're going to keep doing this, it's to win. When you, when you now that you've won like this, it's just kind of, you know, the margin for error is so slim. With the goal every year is to win. So, um, you know, I think the goal would just be to win another one. But it happens to be, it would happen to be, uh, you know, the ninth one that would tie Jeff. So that's kind of cool. But um, you know, we'll see. We'll. Obviously, we have to come back next year with a lot of good training and a, a good dog team and put it all together and see if we could do it again, and that's not easy. So every every one of these victories that I've had, I'm very thankful for, knowing you know it could be the last. You never know. Well, your dogs look really happy. They were wagging their tails, I noticed. Um, you mentioned those you know 2,000 training miles. Um, they look like they're happy to do the Iditarod at this point. Um, any surprises with your team? Any Any notables? Um, I had a couple dogs that got put in the team kind of last minute. Um, I mean, they're part of the team, but they weren't going to be in the race. This race team, um, some other other dogs couldn't couldn't make it last minute, and they did really well. So, um, yeah, I mean, with this fast of a trail and, and hard of a trail, I'm surprised to get uh, you know a full string around the course. That's that's kind of cool. One one got a ride in here the last 10 miles, but but overall, you know. No, no real issues with them at all, and they're very, very healthy and durable and held up real well. Well, welcome home, Pete, and congratulations on your eighth win of the K300. Thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, I did draw down time of Jack Nilunikanika Kankasu Talia. Congratulate Kaiser for number eight. Goyana. And thank you, Charlie. Goyana for that. You know that it's your third year in a row taking second place. But still, I mean, how was your run? It looked like it was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I, feel, I feel like I managed their speed pretty well. I might have gone a touch too fast into Antioch, but they were comfortable. 
and they, you know, they like moving at that speed. So the Whitefish Lake loop was not to this team's, like they did it fine, but the the grass and the tussocks, they they don't really care for that kind of stuff. So it slowed us down a bit, and that's when Pete kind of slowly moved away from us, I think. So um, are these conditions a little bit different than what your training is usually? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where we live, um, I mean, they're hard trails. They're not as they're not as concrete as, like, this hard pack, you know, this frozen ice, but they're groomed regularly, and there's a lot of heavy snow machine traffic, so they're used to, they're used to hard pack trails, just not like glare ice, but these are Iditarod finishers, so they're, they're good at it. My nose is getting cold. It is cold. There's, I mean, it was cold probably the whole way around for you. It was very cold, yeah. It was, I mean, 30, I think 35 below this morning, they said. Um, so the dogs don't mind it. It's just a matter of discomfort for my toes, but otherwise I'm fine. Okay, I want to ask you about your um, seven-month-old baby because you're um, racing at the same caliber this year, but you have a seven-month-old son at home. How's he changed things up for you? Oh, well, I mean, he's the love of our life. Um, Liz and I are really, we're lucky We're lucky to have two amazing handlers, Dane and Casey. They're at home right now taking care of all the other dogs. Um, and without them, we wouldn't have been able to get this second place finish. So um, we have a great group of people with us. Um, we take care of them. They take care of us. So, yeah, we've leaned on them heavily because I had my shoulder replaced and then the birth of our son. So. You had a shoulder replacement this year? Um, right after I did a rod, yeah. So it's like 10 months old. Wow. How yeah. is it feeling on the race trail? Oh, it's fine. It's way better than card than bone on bone, so it feels good. Okay. Now, uh, of course, we know Pete has this race pretty dialed in at this point. I mean, he's on his home trails. Um, he he just knows how to win, obviously. Um, and you've taken second place. This is your I third just, year in a row. I just know how to get second place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean, thinking about it, like what, what would it take to beat Pete? Um, well, I was thinking about that on the way in. Um, I mean, Pete is, aside from Jeff King, I think he still has more wins than Pete, but maybe Pete has a longer stretch of wins. Um, I mean, he's the best ever for the Cusco. Um, top to bottom, his kennel is designed for this race. He, he and his family put 100% of their time into it if they're not hanging with their kids or with his business. So his kennel is groomed to win this race. And we have a few dogs that are groomed to win this race, and the rest of them couldn't make it, which is why I dropped them. So we've got five solid dogs right here that could win. It's just a matter of getting a few more litters and keeping it going. You know, it's it's a... It's not a job. It's it's a it's a farm. It's a lifestyle. It's a career. So, no, uh, yeah. All the credit to Pete. He deserves another championship because he is the best. Okay. Well, congratulations on your second place finish and welcome back to Bethel. Thank you very much. Okay. We'll hand the mic over to Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Kukasianik, <laughs> 
Tukaluna Lukiasi Lukihana Pilamiki, with Napuni Luku, Jalisi Piluni, Kuyavi Kukiakuta Luxnia, Mandrilut, Timukmia Luxtaia, Talikanika, Tinukarat, Nunsirunitagama, Pistok, Usualitanisa. Good, good, yeah, the goal is to get better. Now you uh, train around Nick, or you did this year, right? Um, how is the training trail, how is the icy trail here on the Cuscoquim for you? Uh, it's a little different for sure, but um, we got some ice training in this year, so they did good on it. And then uh, Switch, this is her first Cusco, and she led uh, quite a bit of it and is in finish here now, so, yeah. And how old are they? Uh, Four-year-olds. Okay. Yep. Uh, did you learn anything else about your team on the way? Yeah, they're ready for Iditarod now. <laughs> they're they're tough. Yeah. And I see. Was that your a new baby boy, your seven-month-old here, and your wife to meet you at the finish? Yeah, Elias. Yep. Pretty pretty neat and special to have him here. He's been at the finish of every race so far this season. So probably the most special thing is just grabbing him and saying hi. Now, I know you're a competitive musher, and you would like to win, of course, like everyone. Um, do you have any ideas? Did you think about on the trail, like, maybe some possible ways of approaching it differently in the future? I mean, yeah, we're always learning. Um, this is our own, only our third trip here, so, yeah, we'll be back and just keep adjusting and keep having fun. This, these guys put on an awesome race. It's such a blast to be here, and uh, the Cusco's becoming one of my favorite races and why is that just the hospitality the people it's just really good energy around here everybody's happy and and um it's just really cool to see that for the sport yep now in terms of strategy um did it go as planned you know as planned in terms of um all the, the whole 300 miles and your your rest breaks uh I don't know if I had a plan. I just kind of left. <laughs> we did six hours, and and uh, when that was up, we had one option, and that was get back to our mandatory four, and so we just uh, made it happen. Well, congratulations on your third-place finish, Travis Beals. Thank you. Appreciate it. Sewer <laughs> Lick now, I look at a 
That's KYUK's Angela Denning speaking with Pete Kaiser, Matt Failer, and Travis Beals at the finish line of this weekend's Cuscoquim 300 Sled Dog Race. Guyana for listening. This is Coffee at KYUK.